Welcome back to the Worldview Minute. I'm Pastor Levi Secord of Christ Bible Church. As we continue to build the Christian worldview and we dive deeper into Genesis 1, we see that not only did God create, but he created the world in such a way that it reflects order and design because God did order it and he designed it. He said, let there be light and there was light and he separated the light from the darkness. He separated the water from the ground. He created species according to their own kind to fulfill the purpose that God wanted. In other words, this universe reflects the glory of God. It reflects that there is a creator, a designer. Uh, even atheists like to admit that the universe looks like it has design. It looks like it has order. So take this quote from uh, Charles Dawkins, the famous author and atheist. He says this, Biology is the study of complicated things that give the appearance of having design or having been designed for a purpose. He says, it looks that way. It certainly looks like there's design. It certainly looks like there's purpose behind all of these things, but that's just an illusion. You need to ignore what your eyes are showing you. But the problem is, whether it be your phone or your car or, or, or your television, those things, you look at them and you know that they're intricately designed, that there's a purpose to every part. And if that one of those parts breaks down, the whole thing stops working because there's an intelligence, there's a designer behind the product itself. And as wonderful as your phone is, as wonderful as your car is, the universe is far more complicated, far more intricately and finely tuned than even your smartphone is. And so we have these two competing views of reality. There is a view of reality that there's a creator God, and that therefore there is order and there is design. And then you have the rival view of naturalism, of Darwinism, that this universe is not created. It does not have order. It does not have design. It just looks that way, but you need to ignore uh, the appearances. And those set us on two completely uh, different trajectories. These two different ways of, of understanding the world and ourselves and everything else. For example, here's another quote um, from Dawkins. He says this, the universe we observe has precisely the properties we should expect. If there is at bottom no design, no purpose, no good, no evil, nothing but blind, pitiless indifference. I appreciate Dawkins because he admits the thing that you have to admit if you say there is no God. There's no good then, there's no evil, there's no meaning and purpose to life. Everything is just ultimately reduced to the nothingness and the singularity that we came from. This universe is blind, it's cold, it's pitiless, it's indifferent to everything that happens in it. And those are the two different views that really do dominate the West. The Christian view, there's meaning, there's purpose to life. And the naturalistic view, that there is no meaning, there is no purpose, there is no order, and there is no design. And this reminds me of a recent study that I read. And this study was based upon the idea that Darwinism is right and that evolution is true. And therefore, if evolution is true, the conclusion it came to is, is that our senses evolved in such a way is that they only tell us what we need to survive. Because remember, survival is the main key to evolution. Why do we evolve? Well, in adapt is to survive. And therefore, our senses, upon which science is built, or the scientific method is built, were only evolved not to tell us what is true, but what you need to survive, and to hide things that may be true to reality, uh, but that would prevent you um, from surviving. So in other words, if this study is right, it defeats itself, because we can't trust the study, because your senses are unreliable. Your senses are what you use to do the study uh, in the first place. And this is the whole problem with Darwinism as a whole, is that it defeats itself. It ultimately undermines the very foundation of science, which it uses to prove itself to be true. It ultimately cuts itself off from the foundations it needs to succeed. Contrary to that, this, the Christian worldview says 
this world was created, it's ordered, and it's designed. And so that establishes three essential truths for the Christian worldview. And the first is this, science is possible. Science is possible. The scientific method operates under this belief that you can get ordered and repeatable and knowable results. Right? So that if you design your hypothesis correctly and your tests correctly and you have all the variables controlled, that you'll be able to get repeatable results. That does not happen in a random and a chaotic universe. Instead, that happens based upon the assumption that this world is ordered, it has design, and that you can do things to get the same results over and over and over again. If that is not true, if this universe is not ordered and designed, then you cannot expect to get ordered, repeatable results. Second, and we'll explore this more in a, in a later video series, uh, the, the modern scientific revolution came about at a specific time and place in world history. And it came about in the Christian or in Christian Europe. And it came about that way because Christianity provided the necessary foundational beliefs for science to take off. And that most of our founding fathers of modern science were indeed Christians. And that is not an accident of history, but rather Christianity was the soil that was necessary for science to function. That this world was created in a rational way by a rational God, that there are laws of nature because there's a lawgiver to nature, that this law, that this universe is ordered, and therefore we can conduct experiments and expect certain types of results over and over again, and that this universe is worthwhile to be studied because it was created by God and reflects his glory, and that through studying his creation, we can know him. And the third thing uh, that God created the world in an ordered and designed way, the third thing that establishes for us is that this universe has meaning. It has purpose. That everything that exists is not the byproduct of random chance. We're not a great cosmic accident, but that God created this universe for a reason. That everything exists, including you, has a purpose. This is not blind, pitiless indifference that will ultimately end in the nothingness that it began in. But rather, God has made the universe and you for a reason. That all of our times and seasons, our comings and our goings, are there for a purpose. That this universe is literally dripping with meaning because God created it that way. If there is no God, there is no meaning. On that, Dawkins is 100% correct. But Christians say, no, you have meaning. This world has meaning because God created it so. So there we go. As we continue on in this journey, I encourage you to like, comment, share this as we continue to look at the necessity of the Christian worldview and build it brick by brick. <music>